You're listening to the Quince podcast. Thirteen April, nineteen nineteen. The unspeakable horrors of Jallianwala Bagh on that day still resonate with those who visit the walled city of Amritsar and the site. On that horrific day, thousands of innocent civilians, without warning, were gunned down at the orders of Brigadier General Dwyer, where a platoon of soldiers surrounded the bagh and fired on those peacefully protesting. Over the past one hundred years, everything from books, TV shows, and movies have tried to capture the scale of the tragedy which took place. And the most recent attempt, which has been lauded by critics and audience reviews, is the new movie Sardar Uddam, which captures the unrelenting journey of freedom fighter Uddam Singh to avenge the Jallianwala Bagh massacre. Directed by Sujit Sarkar, Sardar Uddam navigates the life of Uddam Singh from his time in prison in India to his journey to London and eventually his motives to assassinate Sir Michael O'Doyle. The film has received rave reviews for actor Vicky Kaushal's performance as Uddam Singh and also for, according to one movie review. Separating nationalism from jingoism. In this special episode of the Big Story podcast, the Quint spoke to Sujit Sarkar, the director of the film, on what led him to making the film, what parts of the film were fictionalized, and his intentions behind certain depictions in the film. This, of course, goes without saying that this episode contains a few spoilers for the movie. You're tuned in to the Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Imad. One of the big reasons for why this film gained so much traction since its release is because it doesn't take the traditional chronological style of most biopics, where the trigger of the protagonist is first shown and then their journey. This film adopts a non-linear narrative and crisscrosses between different timelines in Uddam Singh's life. What also separates this movie from other homegrown movies on India's freedom struggle is that it does not dramatize events and fill it with patriotic and nationalist dialogue. For instance, throughout the movie, we see Uddam Singh being brutally interrogated by police officials, but he remains muted all throughout the torture. In fact, in one scene in the movie, the character states that he does not have any hatred towards the British people, but for the British government. According to Sarkar, this kind of film narrative was adopted so that the viewer can explore the character's life throughout the film and understand the struggle behind the moment. Even when I was uh, researching and you know studying about him. Uh, so i also found the some facts um, about him very fragmented you know so they were also not very uh, you know um, in a very uh, what you call um, in a chronological order so they were all i was getting certain information about him so there is very quite a less information about him um, um, apart from the the hanging and his assassination rest all are but the people know about it but there is there is a lot of myth also around it so i think it was quite simple the way we are trying to find the uh, character we will start finding him in the film also the similar way so i think that's why whatever information came in and went back and investigation so i think that was the so anyway the shubhendu structure was quite set that you know we will do uh, in um, we will go for investigative and i was also sure that shubhendu we will go for an investigative because we also in the film should explore him who he was so if you see the film does not completely open him about what he he was we don't know this this mystery um you will have to understand you will have to you know <clears throat> contemplate yourself what you were you, you understand about him 
or about his revolutionary thoughts. Zarkar adds that what was different about Uddham Singh was that he was not the typical revolutionary and was not a quote-unquote killer, but instead tried to voice his opinions as well and also protest in the right way. I don't think he was all the time thinking about revenge because he was not a killing machine. No, he was not the one who was... And I've clearly spoken it out. I wanted to speak it out through Swain, that inspector, that you are not a killer. Right. You know, you you not a killer, but it's not that the revolutionaries have all all the time they have guns and nothing else. You know, it was it was speaking the right thing, protest, and you know, voicing the right thing. So I think that was more really fascinating for them. And I think that that speech that he does, that free speech, I think that I wanted especially, and I you know kept it. I told Ritesh, I'm surely going to have that because that's the only place I'll know who who he is. Uh, and also, uh, he will speak his heart out there. That's what he does. The film, as the title suggests, revolves around how Uddham Singh avenged the Jallianwala Bagh massacre. But for many of us who have studied Indian history in school, Singh is not a freedom fighter reflected in our history books. Uddham Singh was born in the Sangur district of Punjab, and his parents died when he was very young. Very little is known about his early life, but what historical accounts do tell us that he was jailed for possessing guns, and this is what brought him in contact with freedom fighter Bhagat Singh. And according to Sarkar, it was while researching for a movie based on India's freedom struggle and on Bhagat Singh that he came across the name Uddam Singh and learned more about him. I actually wanted to make a film on Bhagat Singh for long back, so I came here to make a film actually on Bhagat Singh and you know also connecting it to Jallianwala Bagh. So so that's how it is. And while doing it, I started exploring um, Sadarudham. And then when exactly did it click that I want to make a film on Sadarudham? I don't remember. It's been long years. But I've been with this um, person and this journey of this um, Sadarudham um, and Bhagat Singh and the entire Punjab freedom movement. So I've been, I've been reading a lot about them, so about the about that era and what happened, what went behind. So I think, yeah. And then I think Shubendu, my friend, writer, she, he said, he, we should not, uh, you know, can be confused and make many things. Just let's concentrate on the Sadarudam. So that's how I think it's boiled down to. Like most period films, there is a certain level of fiction which goes into the script. And since there was so little to know about Uddam Singh's life, the question which pops up in any biopic is what sections of the film were fictionalized. In the later half of the film, Uddam Singh is shown as an employee working for Michael O'Dwyer, driving him around London and even going hunting with him. However, some historians have contended this fact and state that the two never shared this kind of relation. Sarkar accepts that though the relation is a point of contention among many historians and experts, it was used as a device to show the quote-unquote colonial mindset of Dwyer and what eventually may have let Uddam Singh assassinate him on 13 March 1940. So in, in certain uh, facts, uh, it is believed that he was chasing him quite closely. Did he actually work for him or not? I mean, still we don't know, right? Their family said, no, he never worked. But some people said, no, he was interacting with him at some certain point in quite a close range. Uh, then we took, I think it was, uh, uh, and also we wanted to understand the, the, uh, uh, the imperialistic system, how it works. And we didn't, uh, we didn't have a device. So for us, the only device was Michael O'Dor. Uh, uh, what was his thinking? How does a colonial imperialistic white supremacy, you know, um, how do they think about this brown world, you know, the brown people, how do they want to rule the colonial 
you know uh, the the mindset so we used this device of michael o'doyer because some of the michael o'doyer's book is there also india as i knew you know there's a book where he has written a lot of things and he was absolutely anti gandhi also and anti rebels and he he actually supplied people to supplied and got people from indian villages for world war 1 also and world war 2 also i think he helped uh, no not world war 2 world war 1 so i think all that was real facts so we thought let us use him as a device and a metaphor to understand how an imperialistic mind works now one of the main scenes in the film which runs for 15 minutes is the depiction of the jallianwala bagh massacre itself in the movie udham singh is shown carrying and transporting those injured to aid and out of the bagh tirelessly throughout the movie according to sarkar he used the statements of survivors to try and stitch what exactly happened for jallianwala yes we have certain materials like paintings people are standing on the wall we don't know that incident how what what exactly went there so there are only survivors who gave statements there is a commission inquiry those statements are still there so so th- those were very important um facts for me to you know to stitch the entire jallianwala what exactly must have happened there mm. the only reference point was richard attenborough's gandhi mm. which had a sequence of uh, jallianwala bagh massacre yeah. so i think people here whatever f- visual they know it's yes. richard attenborough's gandhi mm. and that's completely embedded in me also you know when i first saw that i was completely devastated if you see in this film uh, in the trailer uh, it, it's a similar shot that richard attenborough had mm. taken that the that the car is coming there is a machine gun and there are soldiers behind so um, i have tried to replicate that same shot because that's the only reference point i have when asked on why the scene was stretched so long sarkar said that he wanted to give justice to what udham singh felt that day and the tragedy uh, yes many people have, have been um, uh, been told that many people uh, thought that the film should have a, a shorter length i understand that um, but you know i i felt especially the uh, the end section the jallianwala section but i think um, i needed that personally to 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 feel it so that's why i kept it there's no debate on there was debates from from my team also but you know i, I was absolutely adamant there the film was also considered as the official entry by india for the 2022 oscars but a tamil film named kuzhangal was picked over it indrajit dasgupta who was on the selection panel for india's oscar entry in an interview with the times of india stated that quote unquote though sardar uddam is a well made production in this era of globalization it is not fair to hold on to this hatred Reacting to this statement, Sarkar said that he trusts the jury's decision and that for an international audience, it will be difficult to relate to the tragedy and the history of colonialism in India. I am nobody to question him on that. I mean, it's absolutely his views. Uh, but in terms of the the Oscar, uh, what you are uh, uh, suggesting in terms of the the panel, I think uh, it's uh, we definitely trust them. uh um, the jury i think they must have found something really really powerful uh, about uh, the tamil film i've seen the trailer also it's really really inspiring uh, and also for the for the international audience i think it will be little difficult to understand sadar udham because also fact is that they don't know the history of our 200 years of colonial world at all they don't know who's uh, who's uh, who's uh, uh, bhagat singh is 
they don't know about the chasaram movement they don't know what's the punjab they were they know about the particular section of the indian independence like if i show you a film on world war 2 with just the nazi batch you will know the politics of it because you have you know what's there you know in terms of who was nazi who was hitler everything but in our thing in our world the our history they are completely unaware of so it would have been very difficult for them uh, to process that why this is lengthy why this has been you know uh, the director is possibly indulging in this sequence so um, I, i think we can still get it uh, but for them it will be very difficult to get this is my understanding i can i can purely so i think they, what the jury must have thought and uh, chosen i think and i appreciate that and i think and i i am i'm with them absolutely with it if you like listening to this podcast you can also catch a video version of this interview on the quince website and youtube handle you can also find a link to the quince review of the movie in our show notes If you like listening to this episode please subscribe to the big story for episodic updates we are available on apple google podcast spotify geo seven and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms for other podcasts please log on to the quint website and for any feedback please shoot an email to podcast@thequint.com Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quince website and check out our other podcasts.